TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You want to pop in here for a couple minutes? I can say hello to you. Mr. Wanstead. Dave Wanstead. Shane, wake up. NFL head coach for 11 years. The Bears came in here and Dave Wanstead. There's a happy group of overachievers that have been well coached. College football national champion. A number of legends here tonight. Dave Wanstead. Super Bowl champion. Dave Wanstead, one of my, you know, really idols. Football analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. Alumnus uh, David Wanstead returning to his alma mater as the 34th head football coach of the Panthers. He comes back from professional football. And this is the opening night for him on his return. And here comes the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Brady Quinn, he's one of the Notre Dame all-time legends. Brady Quinn, team captain, junior, 6'4", 231-pounder, and he comes out of Dublin, Ohio. I know him. Brady Quinn, he's Dublin, yeah. Ohio, boy. Yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Brady Quinn looking for the strike, goes to the end zone. Touchdown. Away. Uh, Notre Dame defeats Pittsburgh by a score of 42-21. So it all falls on the shoulders of Brady Quinn. He does get one more chance. Trying yep. to pull it out for the Irish. I went to Quinn before the strike. He said, you got one in you, kid? And he goes, I always got one in me. Quinn pumps once. Our favorite time of the week with Dave Wanstead. Coach, hello. Well, I, I'm going to say hello. What was all that crap at the end with Notre Dame and Brady Quinn? And who, who put that together? Tanny did because joining us now on the hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois to spike the ball on you one more time is Brady Quinn. Hello, Brady. Well, gentlemen, thanks for having me. Coach, Wadi, it's been a long time. How you doing? I'm doing great. I just, uh, this is my show here. And for them to play the Notre, my opening game when you kicked my ass is very disappointing to my crew of producers there, Brady. Nothing, uh, nothing personal with you, but uh, you know, I love you. But yes, they kind of caught me off guard there. You know, I thought they would, uh, thought they'd play the game when we uh, beat Notre Dame in South Bend or something, you know? I don't yeah, know. Unfortunately, I, that was after that was after I left there, coach. So unfortunately, yeah, well, we couldn't was. do it that way. But hey, it uh, it, it's good to be talking to you. And I hung out with some of your uh, fellow Pitt alums last night, uh, Mr. Marino, Mr. Jumbo uh, Covert. So I, I told them that I'd be speaking with you today, 
And they said, you make sure you tell Wani we said hello. Yeah. Where were you at? What was going on? We had a charity event for the Gridiron Greats, obviously a great foundation helping out uh, former NFL players in need. So uh, we were at a, a nice golf club. Uh, obviously, that, that's how you get Mr. Marino out uh, to, yeah. to participate. And uh, it was a good old time. That's great. Brady, yeah, you do, continue to do a great job uh, with everything at Fox, you know, the college stuff. And I actually, I, and I've been saying this, even when I was still working there, I told everybody, I thought you did as one of as good a job as anybody we had doing games. You kept putting you, they kept putting you in the studio, but you just have a real knack for seeing things and being able to communicate it to fans. I mean, you, you really do a heck of a job in the studio, but people don't realize I think you're even as good or better doing games. Really. I'm not giving you a you know a bunch of uh BS here. You know because I've said that to you. No, I know, and I, I appreciate you saying that. And you know, it, it's one some sometime someday it will get back to be able to do that. But you know, as for now, um, you know, we're just trying to enjoy our time doing the the big noon kickoff show and the pregame show and all that. It's been a lot of fun. But um, you know, taking me back to the Notre Dame days, Notre Dame uh, days brings back a lot of memories, in particular for uh, a guy like Shane Waldron who was on that staff. And so it's just a small world now that that Shane Waldron finds his way to Chicago Bears now as a new play caller. Man, what, what was he doing? I didn't know he was on. Who's who? Uh, he was with Charlie, huh? He was, yeah. That, and I don't know if this story is true or not. You guys can try to ask him when you see him. But supposedly, he initially came uh, with with Charlie as Coach Bill Belichick was kind of helping Charlie transition after they won the third Super Bowl together. And uh, at some point, apparently, Charlie asked Bill. He said, "Hey, I, I like the Shane Waldron guy. Uh, do you mind if I just keep him?" And I think Bill went ahead and said, yeah, why don't you just go ahead and hire him? You, you keep him with you guys. So I, I don't even know if Shane had, had heard or not, but he had already been hired and went through the formal interview process with Charlie Weiss uh, before he even realized it. And his um, his, his coaching debut with uh, with the fight in Irish had already started. Huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I have. I don't know him really or much about I mean, I know about him, but uh, I'll, I'll look forward to meeting him. You know, I do a lot of bear stuff there, and I'll be – Eberflus and I got a real good relationship, so I'll get up there uh, for all their OTAs and training camp and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to them, looking forward to seeing what they do at quarterback number one. Hey, what do you – have you seen – have you? I mean, obviously, the game against Notre Dame, they got after Caleb Williams, you know, so that's probably not a fair question, but that was one of his worst games. If you took the Notre Dame game out – You've tracked him for a couple of years. What do you think of this kid out there? I mean, I still think he's the most talented in this draft class. Um, this year was a little bit troubling in the sense of, you know, it wasn't to me just a Notre Dame game. You know, the Utah game, they had a great game plan for him the past couple of seasons. Uh, Oregon and even the Washington game, which was one of the tougher games. He actually played a little better in that one. But against the toughest defenses, he, he struggled this year, in particular when he got pressured. Right, a byproduct of some of the change in personnel or his struggles as a quarterback, to, you know, as he develops, as he plays more. Uh, but when you look at his skill set, I mean, he's got a, a extremely strong arm. He's incredibly elusive. I mean, the guy, when he gets running, runs like a running back. And I think more so than anything else is he's the type of guy that elevates the level of play of everyone else out around him. The truth of the matter is Southern Cal's defense was God awful the past couple of seasons. And, that's probably a barely bowl eligible team without him at quarterback. That's why I'm so fascinated to see what Lincoln Riley does uh, this season without him, because I think he really did fix a lot of the issues uh, 
that Southern Cal had either defensively or, or just even offensively uh, with an offensive line that struggled mightily too to protect them. So Brady, would you build around Justin or draft Caleb if you were Ryan Pulse? I mean, I, I'll put it this way. I'd, I'd build around Justin Fields, and it's not a knock or anything to, to Caleb Williams. I, I just think when you see what the Bears have done when they moved back in last year's draft and they, they supplied Justin with more weapons around him, you see what he's capable of. And I think Ryan Poles has done an incredible job of finding guys, too, to come in right away, uh, make an impact, and also in subsequent rounds. So when I trade back, get a bounty, you know, bounty of picks and keep building this roster around the quarterback position, uh, and allow Justin Fields to go play out and keep, you know, proving to you that he's going to be your franchise guy. Um, you know, you could bring in Caleb Williams, but you know, then you're starting back all over again uh, with making sure you, you, know, you, you see this young guy can prove himself. Yeah, you know, I think Justin Fields has done an incredible job of fighting through a lot of adversity there in Chicago and showing you flashes of what he's capable of when you give him the right tools and pieces around him. Now, with that in mind, Brady, because you played the position big time in college and at the professional level, that's part of the juxtaposition that Chicago's going through right now because Justin has shown promise, but that's part of where Ryan Poles has to figure out, can he be a Super Bowl caliber QB? Where do you fall in on that? Because quarterback, to me, is kind of the most dependent position in sports while also being the most difficult to play at a high level. Without a doubt, and that's why I think situation and circumstances is, is, you know, obviously paramount to anything for a quarterback, really any player, but it probably gets highlighted the most or revealed the most with a quarterback. And, and I think the situation now, whether it's Caleb Williams walking into this, this Bears roster or if it was Justin Fields as they continue to build, you know, it's much better suited when Justin Fields first got there. And so I, I think, the look, when you start to bring in the business aspect of things and you know, when you got Justin Fields, he's already been in the league now, and you have to start thinking about, you know, that, that next big contract. Yeah, you can make a case to take Caleb Williams, try to trade away Justin Fields, see what you can get in exchange for him. Uh, but I just think you already have a player who kind of gets a, the, the dynamics of the team. And I think his best football is still ahead of him. Uh, and with Shane Waldron in there kind of building the offense around him to call plays, I think also plays, you know, to his strength and skill set. So, um, you know, again, I, I kind of look at what Ryan Poles has done since he's gotten there, and I think he's he's done a, a tremendous job getting more and more picks. Uh, if you're taking Caleb Williams there, that's great, but he still needs some you know some help too, and there's still going to be some growing pains as he segues into the NFL. You know, one of the things that you know there's not really anything to knock in his game. Honestly, he's he's a complete player as a you know, quarterback prospect, but one thing that you want to see him do is play more from the pocket with timing, rhythm. Uh, where, you know, in, in Southern Cal, you didn't see that quite as much in part because the protection was so bad. And the other thing is, you know, with, with you know, the type of offense that Lincoln Riley runs, it's not, you know, quite the same transition as what you're going to see at the NFL level. Brady, thank you so much for the time. We know you got to run. We'd love to do it again when you have a little bit more time. But uh, it was fun to hear you spike the ball on Dave Wanstead's Pitt Panthers one more time. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys really put a lot into that. I've got to go coach my, uh, my, my girls' soccer game right now, so I appreciate you guys giving me some time. All right, Thanks, we'll Brady. talk to you, man. That's Brady Quinn. Hey, Brady. Hey, Dave, good interview. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he had a little, little jocularity at the front end, got to the important stuff with Caleb uh, on the back I, end. I'm a little di- – little, we're Spigs, first of all. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, Spigs is not here. Biggs is not there answering. I got it. Uh, you know what? I'm sitting here with Whitey in Naples, Florida. Of course. And uh, Whitey's done for for a little spell here, yeah. and it kind of caught us because Whitey, you know, we kind he kind of feels like about Notre Dame like I do. And uh, Brady, no, Brady is a. I'm. I mean, I love Brady. You know, we're we're 
we're good friends and all that stuff, work together. But uh, the Notre Dame stuff, Shane or Tanny did not give me a heads up, so it caught me off guard, I'll be honest with you. Well, you knew that Brady Quinn was coming on, though. Did Shane tell me that? I don't know. I mean, I, I called you to see if you guys knew each other, but I don't think I ever told you for sure. We want it to be a little bit of a surprise. Oh, wow. Okay. Did you, did you at really say, did I know him? Now think about that, Shane. <laughs> Who don't I know? <laughs> it's true. It's a valid question. It's true. You yeah. doing a 5 p.m. Bloody Mary, Coach? I am. Whitey and I were sitting here, and we were deciding what we were going to have a cocktail with, and uh, he said there was some Bloody Mary mix in there. Why don't we have a little vodka and Bloody Mary? So I said, you know, that sounds like a plan. How so much spice, are. Coach? How much spice you put in your Bloody Mary? None. Zero. Zero. I'm not. Uh, no, no. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't add a whole lot to it. You know. Just vodka, he, vodka, and tomato he, juice. Vodka, and tomato. Sounds good. It's a, simple, a lot of ice. A lot of ice, Sam. More or less ice than you put in your beer. Hey, how about uh, Belichick? Man, we got lost. Did you see where Atlanta just hired Raheem Morris? Yeah, no. And, good transition. Yeah, uh, Bill Belichick interviewed twice for the Falcons job, and then they hired Raheem Morris. What do you make of it? Well, I'm shocked that Bill would even go in for a second interview. What the heck is that? Are you kidding me? You're going to bring Bill Belichick in for a second interview? It's insulting in my mind. I mean, go ahead. Good luck. That's what I say. What do you, So, I can't imagine. Maybe I'm wrong. I cannot imagine that they like chose Raheem Morris over Bill Belichick. Like my my perception would be that Bill Belichick would be interviewing the Falcons as much right. as as much as they are interviewing him. Like I can, I cannot imagine Arthur Blank took a meeting with Raheem Morris and took a meeting with Bill Belichick and then took a second meeting with Bill Belichick and was like, you know, I think Raheem Morris is more qualified. My, my, yeah, no, right. That's, I, that's I, not what I, happened. No, I I agree. With you. I, I'm sure that Bill uh, Bill had some demands. And maybe it was with the personnel end of it. Maybe it was with, you know, I don't know. But I'm sure he had demands because uh, Bill Bill's smart enough that he doesn't need to take the job. And, uh, you know, he probably had a quarterback. I would bet you that the quarterback discussion was a big part of that. You know, whether it's Ritter, the guy there, or whether it's making a trade for somebody, or whether it's moving up and drafting somebody. But I would be willing to bet that uh, that that was a big part of the conversation, and there, there could have been a philosophy difference. I I don't know. I don't know, but we'll find out. And uh, yo, the other one that got me. How about Vic Fangio saying I've had enough and heading to Philadelphia? Yeah, I mean, the Eagles could certainly use him. <laughs> that defense needed oh. some some fixing, and Fangio's been able to fix a few defenses over the years. But for for Wait, head for head coaches, Dave. I mean, you know, whether it's Jim Harbaugh now going to the Chargers and Bill Belichick kind of just being out there as a, a coaching free agent. When there's the the opportunity to seize as much control as possible, it, it seems like that doesn't normally work in in a successful way. Though, do you think the modern coach can wear both hats, being the head coach and the personnel guy? No, no, I, I do not. And to answer your question. But I don't think Belichick really was demanding that. But I do know that he believes in the old school of, you know, if I'm going to cook the dinner, I want to make sure I get a chance to, you know, select the groceries for dinner. And so he, you know, to what extent, I don't know. 
but um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised. That one got me. Fangio got me. I mean, God bless the guy at, that got the Carolina job from Tampa. I mean, he was a kind of a quarterback guy a year ago, and they moved him to Tampa, and he's a coordinator for one year, and now he's the head coach in the NFL. I mean, you know, God bless these guys. Times have changed, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess if you got Sean McVay on your resume, you get a job. That's that's the first question they asked you. I don't know. Do you think? Bit- do you think Bill Belichick would be good on TV? Oh boy, I think Pete Carroll would be outstanding. Bill, I don't know. I don't know if Bill's got the time for all the silliness we got to put up with you know (laughs) seems like a pretty good gig yes it'd be a great gig but i think pete carroll i you know i wouldn't be surprised at some point if pete carroll doesn't end up out out there in la at fox or something you know he's he's a hero in la not necessarily because of the seahawks but because of usc you know liner and reggie bush and on and on and on uh so i can see pete doing it for sure uh, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, the one, you know, we're talking head coaches. The one that's a mystery to me is Mike Vrabel. I, I thought that Mike, you know, I saw how players responded to him. I know coaches that have worked for Mike. Uh, I mean, they got robbed when they, they traded uh, the receiver to Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I mean, that, that, that killed him. Two years ago, remember they made that trade? Yeah, A.J. Uh, Brown trade, yeah. A.J. Brown, I mean, that was a killer. And he stormed out of the draft room, remember, right in the middle of the draft. The GM traded him for a second-round pick, and he got up and stormed out of the draft room. And it's and, and the Titans have never been the same. So that's a little bit of a mystery why he hasn't uh, landed one of these jobs, to be honest with you. This has been viewed as one of the the deepest kind of coaching carousels that we've seen where a guy like Mike Vrabel, who who was so impressive in Tennessee, is a few notches below from a resume perspective with Belichick and, and Pete Carroll. I'm wondering with, with a guy like Pete Carroll, because we saw when the Bears hired John Fox, he was fresh off of kind of multiple different franchises. He had led to Super Bowl appearances. But then he got here to Chicago, and it seemed like, all right, maybe he was kind of on his last legs as a, as a coach. How would you advise a team to sort of know that about a guy like Pete Carroll? Because it's one thing to still have energy and passion, but there's such commitment that's necessary to coach at a high level in the NFL. How do you think a team would know if a guy like Pete Carroll is still really that into it? Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, because there is, uh, uh, boy, I, I don't know. I think you just got to know enough people around him and and get his What's his blueprint? What's his plan going forward? I, I, I don't know if anybody really does know until they hired a guy, but uh, Pete Carroll, you know, has an awful lot of pride in what he does. So I think you got to trust that the same with Belichick, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the, these owners nowadays, they're hiring these, like I said, I talked about the guy from Tampa and I don't know, he might be a great coach. He might be the next Belichick, you know, but he's the head coach at Carolina right now. And, uh, uh, it's just hard for me to believe that these guys getting this job are more qualified than a Mike Vrabel, but it's, it's maybe what the owners want now, you know, they, they don't, um, they got to be comfortable and owners are more vocal now than they've ever been in the league. So, um, 
It'll be interesting to see. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's just two jobs open now, right? It's Seattle and Washington. Is that right? Yeah, you guys would know more than me. I I don't know if anything else happened today or not, but uh, that's that's what I, I I think the guy at Detroit's got uh, the offensive coordinator. I think he's got the Washington job locked up, from what I'm told. Uh, that's what Boomer that's what Boomer Esiason said, but I, I saw that they were bringing back Dan Quinn for a second interview. Yeah. I mean. But you, so you heard that from someone that wasn't Boomer that Ben Johnson's the next coach in Washington? Yep, yep, yep. That they, they got a good young. You know, the GM was assistant guy at San Francisco. I mean, they're going young. You know, they made a decision that they weren't going to get a Belichick or a guy that's that's at the end. So they're building young. They're building, um, uh, you know, with the GM. They're and they're going that direction. I think with the coach. So, I mean, I like that. That's. Uh, Young GM, young offensive head coach, draft a quarterback second overall. Built, mm-hmm. built right? I mean, that, that seems – I'm sorry. I'll ask a longer question so you can take a sip of your Bloody Mary. Uh, but that, that, that seems like a pretty good formula. And then yes. – Right? I do. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's uh, – yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I, I like that, and I think they're going to get a guy that's – you know, Detroit, at least at least you're into the uh, conference championship games. If they, you know, who knows? They might be in the Super Bowl. You know, you don't know. So right. they're, 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 they do got to do something in Washington to be positive at the press conference. So, yeah, so he would he would fulfill that. Uh, he checked that box also. No question about it. You know, we have two great championship Sunday games, Lions and Niners and Chiefs and Ravens. We'll get Wani's thoughts with Ant Heron in for Speaks. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening it's over here. after investing billions to light up our network t-mobile is america's largest 5g network plus right now you can switch keep your phone and we'll pay it off up to 800 dollars see how you can save on every plan versus verizon and at&t at tmobile.com slash across america up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 